0: Hello, hello. It's nice to see you. To see you nice. Welcome once again to Play Pods Right. My name is Steve and join me for the first time getting all those top answers and kindly taking on co-host duties for the day. It's Matt Davis, a.k.a. Malachi J. Matthews. Matt, welcome to the podcast. How are you? And tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hello, Steve. Um, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Matt. I play Malachi J. Matthews at wrestling, British wrestling not done that for a while but i am doing that again in the summer thank god because the world is coming back to life uh, so yeah that's what i do um, i have been doing a podcast called super Tap film club for the past 2 years but we've had a bit we're having a bit of a break from that because we that we we're doing that every week and um, plus bonus episodes uh, for just over 2 years uh, but we're having a little bit of a break from that to concentrate on our new creative uh, stuff that we're doing which uh, can't talk
0: about yet steve because we'll can't to, talk about it. I'll have to kill you. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, understandable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but today we're going back to a show we visited twice before, both on UK and US shores with Family Feud slash Family Fortunes. Matt, what are your memories of this particular program?
1: Well, for me, obviously, we are being British uh, growing up in the 80s. I remember I remember Family Fortunes. I think it was Les Dennis was doing it when I was a kid. It might actually, it, oh, who was, who was doing it before Les Dennis?
0: I feel like it was Monkhouse, but I could be wrong oh, on that score.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the, the one that always sticks in my head is Les Dennis with his terrible, he, he always used to do an impression of, um, what was the name from Coronation Street? Mavis from Coronation Street. yeah that's that was his whole that was his whole gimmick wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) that
0: was pretty much all the shtick he had yeah (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: so remember that and he also remember the survey says (laughs) and it doesn't do that on the american one
0: no it doesn't and it's annoying (laughs) but the particular reason we're looking at this though is because it features a battle of the sexes between the men of wcw and the ladies of glow so i wasn't I wasn't a big WCW kid growing up. I was aware of it. And the first action figure wrestling ring we had was the WCW one with the catapult stairs and the red cage. Oh,
1: brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Was that actually, was that like the one where it was the bash at the beach thing? And it had like the, the water pistols and stuff. Or was that a different one?
0: No, no, it was a different That's one. It also had, also had like the, the ring bell molded into it. And it came with a little red hammer to ring the bell with. Um, it also came with Ric Flair and Arn Anderson figures, which, which was nice,
1: yeah. Oh, the solid, they the solid Galoob figures were they? Those? The ones,
0: the yeah. ones, yeah.
1: I've still got my Ric Flair. Uh, the fir- in fact, the first uh, wrestling figure I ever got was the Sting Galoob figure because I, I, Steve, am obsessed with Sting.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a Sting one. He had. He was in. He was in blue, like a powder blue tights, and it had like the muscle pose going on.
2: Yeah,
1: that's it. That's the one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the first well, one of the first wrestling figures I ever had. But I am a huge WCW fan. I grew up on it because I'm a little bit older than you, Stephen. So for, for me, this is my first experience of, of, of wrestling was Wilder of Sport. But then after mm-hmm. that, sh- shortly after that finished on ITV, they replaced it with the NWA and wcw so would have probably not that probably around the same sort of time as this i would have thought. what was this when was this episode late 80s early 90s Uh, 1990
0: 1990
1: so yeah so around the same sort of time they 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 switched it from british wrestling to american wrestling and i absolutely loved it i absolutely loved it and then obviously wwf got popular but I'd already had a little, I'd already sort of seen some of the people. <laughs> I'd seen some of the people. It was about the time when people were swapping and going from one side to the other. Um, but I was obsessed with Ric Flair and Sting and the big gold belt in particular. I loved it as a yeah. kid. And I used to get the um, Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazines uh, where they used to do it. All, all the interviews were done purely in character and stuff like that i've still got a load of them and it'd be like a a two-page interview with sergeant slaughter (laughs) and and, and stuff like that but yeah i I absolutely love absolutely love wcw mate (laughs)
0: yeah as far as glow though i had no idea about it until ivory turned up in the wwf and i found out that she was tina ferrari in glow
1: yeah, well, the same sort of thing. This, this was on TV around the same sort of time when I was a kid, and I have vague recollections of watching it. I, I, can't, I, I can't remember it as much as I remember the WCW stuff. There was a, um, the, the video shop around the corner had, like, three wrestling videos when we were kids. It had a glow one. I can't remember what it was called. It was just, like, a compilation one, one that was called Lords of the Ring.
0: Oh, <laughs> And wow. it had, like...
1: Yeah, and it had like loads of old um Road Warriors matches on it. And there was another one that which was like nineteen ninety Spring Stampede or something like that. It was a it was a WCW one. But yeah, there was there was a three <laughs>
0: three wrestling tapes. Our local video shop, this is sending me back. We had Royal Rumble ninety two. Yeah. There was the Battle Royal at the Albert Hall. Oh classic, yeah. And there was I want to say it was WrestleMania six. Were definitely the ones. I definitely remember WrestleMania six. I definitely remember there being a Royal Rumble because because I remember like that kind of burgundy ring skirt.
1: Yeah, yeah, the burgundy ring skirt with the yellow text.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. Great. that was the one.
1: Glow. I just had a, a vague
0: recollection of it, but I didn't really.
1: I wasn't a really big fan of it. I was more of a fan of the WCW stuff. But since obviously getting into wrestling when I was older, I've seen it. I, I appreciate it now because it is absolute poppycock. I love it because, <laughs> it's so, because it is so shonky. And obviously since the Netflix show, yeah, uh, obviously brought a bit of attention to it. There was a couple of uh, documentaries that came out around the same sort of time. And as, as you say, there was a few people like Ivory was in it. Um, Jackie Stallone. I didn't know Jackie yeah. Stallone was in it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm going to come to her in just a bit. Yeah. But uh, the original air date of Family Feud, so for all your facts and figures of Family Feud or even Family Fortunes, check out episodes 6 and 22 of this series. Uh, the format, though, as we may as you may know, is two teams of five try to find top answers to public surveys on a variety of topics and win and try win loads of money. And other various prizes, including cars, holidays and such. But in this instance, it's all the charity.
2: Everyone who has tattoos has a story behind each and every tattoo that they have. It could be a simple pick it and stick it from a convention that they went to. Or an homage to their favourite artist. Or something to represent the year that they were born. Something relatively simple that can be explained in a few words. It could be something deeply meaningful to them. It could be something daft. My name is Mark Adams and I am the host of Ink Stories. And I love the idea of talking to people about... The Stories Behind Their Tattoos. It's a podcast about the reasons why people choose to permanently etch artwork onto their skin. On each episode, I'm going to have a different guest and they'll choose one of their tattoos and tell me the story behind it. Everyone gets the same questions, but their answers will always be as unique as the tattoo that they have chosen. So join me as I take a journey with various different people from all over the world to tell me their Inc. stories so yeah as we said the episode that we watched today was from
0: 1990 so we open up with a guy acting as a ring announcer and a retraction from earlier is wcw still being referred to as the national wrestling alliance so it's yeah. it kind of transition period isn't it
1: it is yeah just after they were bought by uh, by millionaire ted turner
0: and as the camera pans over to reveal wcw guys his stage hand looking for his key as well did you notice that guy in the corner
1: uh, no I didn't know.
0: <laughs> so like the camera's going over and there's just this little guy all like dressed in black kind of looking over to pull the screen back to reveal them <laughs> just... uh, the, the
1: screens as well Steve with the, um, the cross stitch embroidery yeah. of each team name that was, that was that was something that was brilliant
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's so twee isn't it like you'd expect that from the British version not the American version
1: yeah, and the fact that when they pulled it back, it reveals, like, a fake locker room with them all
0: sat there. Sleeveless. Yeah. <laughs> of course, sleeveless. <laughs> of course, ready to go, ready to go. But then JR in the corner looking bored. Yeah,
1: JR in the... Bo- yeah, JR. I mean, JR basically looked like that and then looked like he does now. There was no transition between JR. He looked like a, like a, like a
0: 14-year-old. <laughs> and then... <laughs> old man (laughs) yeah basically um so on the team you've got flying brian pillman who still for my money is one of the cleverest men in wrestling do you know the story about how he got out of his wcw contract well you tell me steve you tell me wrestle facts let's go so wrestle facts so what happened was and i apologize if i get this slightly wrong so he'd got injured i believe And he was in the middle of doing, like, the loose cannon gimmick and all that stuff. And to kind of write him out the story, Bischoff fired him on screen. And he was like, let's make everyone believe it. Actually send me, like, my notice in the mail. And (laughs) so I can send that to the dirt sheets. And they can be like, whoa, this is for real and all this stuff. They did it. And he took that to WWF and just went, yeah, I've just been released by WCW. Can I have a job, please?
1: Brilliant. Yeah, that's it. Brian Pillman. And then and then he went round on his uh, his his run. Was that <laughs> I love his run in WWF when he was threatening Steve Austin with guns and stuff yeah. like that. That that <laughs> brilliant. I mean I love Brian Pillman. For I love him. He's he's a brilliant wrestler. His hair is amazing. His mm. son's amazing. His, have, you seen, have you seen much of his son's work? He's a mirror image of him. Yeah, he's basically exactly the same. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then we've got Brad Armstrong, who's part of the Armstrong dynasty that includes Road Dogg and long-term WWE official Scott Armstrong. So, Uh, and referred to as Candyman. What the hell?
1: Yeah, the Candyman. I'm not familiar with him as a wrestler, to be honest. No, Uh,
0: I've never,
1: never, that's probably why he was still wearing sleeves, Steve. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) That's why
0: he, I I didn't trust him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom Zenk, the Z-Man.
1: Oh, the Z-Man. Again, another one of my favorite wrestlers when I was a kid. If you look up the Z-Man's profile, it says that his finishing move is a dropkick, if convenient. <laughs> if
0: convenient.
1: <laughs> yeah, if it's appropriate, basically. <laughs> Z-Man's T-shirt, Steve. Yes. It was amazing. With a cut-out Z, with the, the point of the Z stuck to his torso didn't, so it didn't flop about as well. So they thought about it. <laughs>
0: yeah strategic <laughs> <laughs> and then legendary announcer jr jim ross and team captain the man called sting
1: oh, the stinger himself surface sting sting in his prime when he had he, he didn't have a this is when he'd gone from mullet to rat tail it yes was a, yeah rat tail sting and he's there with the best wrestling belt that ever existed for my money big gold there
0: yeah i'd agree with her it, it's definitely it's probably in my top five for sure. Definitely. Uh,
1: loved it. Love that belt. I loved it, especially when Rick Rick Flair turned up with it and he was like, I'm the real world champion. I was going, Look, that's the one I've been telling you about. <laughs> <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> and I'm just glad they're dressed at least, especially for the most part in like Zubas and stuff like that, because a few years later, would, there would be a WWF family feud. And then some years after that, there was a TNA episode and everyone on those were in full gimmick. So just picture the site of Ken Kennedy, Ken Anderson, whatever you want to call him, coming up to the podium in his trunks, knee pads and boots. Oh my word. Yeah, that was the thing yeah. that happened.
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Sting... I'd,
0: I'd, I'd look at Sting in his pants any day. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to Ladies of Glow and...
2: Oh, yeah. my God, Jackie! Yeah, Jackie.
0: Yeah, I have a question. Why is Jackie Stallone here? Yeah, Jackie Stallone. Um, I have no idea. He
1: said that she was a manager, so maybe she was a manager of one of the characters. But, uh, yeah, Jackie yeah, I- Stallone.
0: A quick Google says she was the kayfabe promoter, or as she described it, the house mother of, of GLOW.
1: Right, OK, OK. Funnily enough, I watched Rocky for the first time ever last night, speaking of the Stallones. I'd never seen Rocky before last night, Steve.
0: I've never seen a Rocky.
1: No, no, that's it. it's um, it's yeah. all right. It's a bit gloomy, to be honest, the first one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, wasn't that when like Sly was like flat broke and basically his his whole world hinged on this movie being a success?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I get it, but I'm all up for the ones where he's fighting Russian robots and Mr. T and stuff like that. That's, why, that's <laughs> exactly. what I want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> pure 80s prime. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Then you've got Godiva. Who is who? Kate Nash's character was based on in the Netflix series.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm from Coventry. Lady Godiva's from Coventry. Ah.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> <there> you go. <laughs> she Six rode- degrees of separation.
1: Yeah, rode naked through Coventry City Centre. We're on, on the back of us. On the back of us, she did. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and then you've got Mount Fiji, Harlem Justice and Hollywood. And then it, we just to round out this motley crew, you bring in the host, Ray Combs, with the, with the uh, um, coveted trophy that just looks like a darts trophy. Yeah, it
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah,
0: Sting introduces a team, even though we've been through, and they're playing for a, a like a branch of the Make a Wish Foundation. And yeah. Sting gives Ray this bland ass WCW like polo shirt. <laughs> did he, I missed that. I missed, the, I missed giving him the polo shirt. Yeah, he just puts his, puts his t-shirt, and he's like, "Oh, whoa! You can't win any favor with me, Stinger!" And he's like, "Ah, oh, come on, just oh, damn <laughs> And then as Hollywood's like introducing the Glow team, she nearly forgets Jackie's name. Yeah,
1: <laughs> what I did notice as well. Uh, is that there's, there's not a lot of time spent on the Glow. The ladies of Glow in this episode. They're they're uh... no. No, they have definitely played second fiddle to uh, WCW.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think this was around the time Glow was maybe winding down as well. Yeah. But, but they're playing for some charity to teach kids how to play sport or something like that. I didn't fully catch what she was saying. And I take it back, Sting is in his ring gear. The neon pink is screaming at me.
1: He is in his ring gear, is he?
0: Yeah, he was like in black tights but with like the neon pink scorpion and then obviously he's got the full face paint on and everything. Ah, well, there
1: you go then. Every day every day's a show day, mate. A sting. <laughs> and saying that, Hollywood, I mean, she's wearing a gimmick as well. I'm assuming she's... that
0: gimmick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's basically wearing lingerie. Let's be, let's be straight here. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what, that's what she's... That's it.
0: <laughs> and I apologise if I sound like a chauvinist or anything like that but she is nearly falling out of it as well.
1: Yeah, there's a few times where she she's leaning over. Um, <laughs> she's, she's nearly popping out a few times in that <laughs> way. <laughs>
0: uh, how, how would you describe it? Power Melf?
1: Yes, I've avoided it. I've avoided it. But yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly what I'd say, Steve, if I was honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you were on your other show. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah sting versus hollywood at the podium five answers on the board name something you'd been you wish you'd been born with more of Sting in first and he says money, money. i don't know what it is about the way he says it but it just really tickled me money
1: yeah yeah i mean sting says money they, they all the. i mean their, their answers are pretty pretty straight for the first one the candy yeah. man, the candy man bless him he asks for looks you
2: know, <laughs>
0: yeah, but money was a top answer. The boys choose to play. It. And Z-Man says intelligent. also because I've never really seen like Tom's in action. He looks an awful lot like Rick Martel.
1: He, does. He, he is very, very similar to Rick Martel. He's actually very similar wrestling wise to Rick Martel as well.
0: OK, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Martel. So, yeah, Tom is right to go intelligent as Brains was second over to Pillman and he says height, but he's one of these people that pronounces the T and the H the other way around so it sounds like height, Right. And I, I don't know why but this, but this bugs me so much. And I, I just, it's also people have you ever come across anyone who puts a letter L in the word both? So it sounds like both.
1: No, Unsurpr- I've never noticed that. People saying um, the T and T and the H the wrong way around. <laughs>
0: mm. But unsurprisingly, height is wrong and yeah, so I've, I've said it here. Since when was Brad Armstrong ever called Candyman and dear God, why? I messaged Simon uh, just to find out, because he's a bit of a WCW fan as well. His, his simple answer was, because WCW. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like I say, I'm a big WCW <laughs> fan. I've never really heard of the Candyman.
0: Um... <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, as you as, as said though, he's struggling to find the answer. He says looks, and it is there, but the fact it's only worth seven says the others are going to have a hard time trying to find the missing answers. Like, yeah. Good old Jr. Boomer Sooner himself. He, he looks very, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. And to
1: prove that he says patience. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> it's like, you've read my notes, mate. Cause I've written exactly that. <laughs> yeah, It's like, but I can't he, be bothered. Yeah. He, he gets a second strike. But, I mean, to me, that was kind of a good answer. But, hey-ho, um, back down to Sting. He's really struggling. And he goes to say height again, but Ray puts a stop to him. So, out of desperation, he says muscle.
1: Yeah, muscle. All <laughs> like them muscly babies that they get down in uh, Venice <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> And It's over to globe for the steel. They come up with chutzpah, breasts, hair. And education, even though they've already said intelligence on the other side, but I don't know how I, how I feel about potentially being born with more hair.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that. It depends. I mean, there are... There... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you need to be a hairy
0: baby? Is that going to help you in life? He no. was a very no, hairy baby. <laughs> 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 but Hollywood goes with education, and you can hear Ray stressing that it's born with... You're going to steal $78, you say, if our survey said people wish they had been born with more education. Not just generally more of. uh, And unsurprisingly, it's not there, but breasts weirdly was on the list. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) The final missing answer was talent as well. And again, can you be born with talent?
1: Well, I think so, Steve. I think so. It's just a matter of finding it.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, round, round two. It's Z-Man against Mount Fiji at the podium. Six answers on the board, and this time, slight twist. And they asked a hundred men, name something they think would be unmanly to be afraid of. And yeah. Immediately, immediately, my brain just jumped like spiders. Yes, uh, spiders. Yeah. Z-Man in, and he says snakes. Although they try to, like, they try to buzz him out before he's even had a chance to answer. Like literally he buzzes to claim to claim the answer. Ray yeah. confirms he got in first, and Z-Man barely has a chance to breathe before like the time out buzzer hits him and it's and and like the ho- Ray's just like, no, 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 he did answer before the buzzer, like give him a chance, like
1: I was gonna make because okay, it was convenient, Steve. It was convenient. Let him finish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like his kicks. Yeah. (laughs) It it was convenient. So yeah. (laughs) But Snakes is there, but it's far down the list. Fiji has a chance to steal, but fucks it by saying crying. And it's like, I don't think she's fully grasped the question. No. The men get to play over to Pullman and he says the dark and that's the top answer. So yeah, well played. And I don't know what happens here with Armstrong. I think he said woman, but it, it was the way he said it.
1: Yeah, I think he said women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: but it was it's very southern drawl. Yeah,
1: it's from Georgia.
0: Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, it was actually on the board. Jr. says heights, and that's a sh- and that's a strike cause, and I'm kind of shocked by that. Like I hate heights. It has to be said, but I don't like to admit it.
1: No, nah. hmm. well, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with admitting you're scared of heights, Steve. I never used to be, but then I developed being scared of heights. I don't know. Maybe.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was the same. Oh. And, it, like, and it especially kicked in when I went to Alton Towers one year. I literally, the process of my walk up to Oblivion was in the queue, psyching myself up. I, my arse literally touched the seat as I looked at the track ahead, and then I stood straight up and carried on walking. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it was literally... It was literally here we go, here we go. I sat down, I went nope, and then just got up and carried on walking. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck on the top of Oblivion for about an hour and a
1: half once.
0: Oh fuck!
1: So, yeah. Finally, when it finally dropped
0: though, I it was you know it was good. That was a nice bit of peril. <laughs> <laughs> so when I did finally buck up the courage to go on Oblivion, Haley, God bless her, she held my hand through throughout the whole ordeal. Um, and and she and she's like psyching me. She's going right. It'll it'll say three, two, one, and you'll drop. I was like, okay, that's fine. At least I know when it's coming, kind of thing. And the speakers weren't working in the headset in the headrests. Brilliant. So literally, we're teetering over the edge. And I'm like, where's the countdown? Where's the count? And it just went, and I and I was like, oh my god, this is the worst.
1: <laughs> you know, you're, you you know, you're in relatively safe hands in those things. They're they're built to do that, and it's not yeah. but, you know once in a blue moon things go wrong so you you know you'll be you'll be safe you'll be safe and that's what makes it exciting steve surely that's that's what makes most things exciting in life isn't it the fact that you yeah. might die i mean that's 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 where i get out of bed
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then background to sting and i can't believe he says water it,
1: water yeah he said but then they all laugh at him and he says, some people are scared of the sea. Some people something's happened to him, Steve. That's why that's it's surfacing. So, you know, he's seen he's seen things out there. He knows those ways.
0: I'm trying <laughs> to think if if the Baywatch episode of WC like the WCW Baywatch episode had aired around this time. So maybe it was like he was worried that like Vader was gonna come out from the sea and get him. No, that was that, not, been... that,
1: that was series six. Uh, ser- <laughs> Series 6, episode 14, I believe. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm a big Baywatch fan. Uh, I'm actually re-watching it again from the start. I'm currently on Series (laughs) 4. Big fan, big fan.
0: But shock horror, that's a strike. And we've done the lap back to Z-Man, and he says marriage and strikeout. And I'm not not really surprised. (laughs) And I'm almost shouting at the screen here, spiders, like, come on, like... Ray goes down the line of the globe. Jackie says to be a gentleman. Justice says to fight. Godiva says spiders. Thank you. Trust the Brits to get it. And Fiji says flying. After all that, Hollywood asks for the question to be repeated.
1: Yeah, didn't hear it. I think she, she seems a little bit drunk, to be honest. They're, they're, they're not taking this too seriously,
0: this game, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> But Hollywood goes with fighting, and that's wrong, so WCW take the round. Missing answers were insects, cut to Godiva looking absolutely gutted.
1: Yeah, well, a spider's not an insect,
0: Steve. It's an arachnid. No, that's true, that's true. Uh, <laughs> mice and other men.
1: Other men, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: not very manly to be scared of other men.
0: No. <laughs> no. And round three, Pillman and Godiva take the podium. Six six answers on the board. Name something written or pictured on tattoos. And this could literally be anything.
1: Yeah. And they really struggle with it. They don't know anything about tattoos.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But this is half the problem, though, because it could damn well be anything. I mean, I'm assuming that, like, the love-hate thing's going to be up there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah godiva in first she says skull and that seems logical to me but it's not there yeah i'm actually shocked
1: crazy i thought skulls i mean i've got like i think i've got about 20 skulls tattooed on me all over so i just skulls and stars but neither there but it's the 90s it was a different time
0: Uh, (laughs) the the youtube rip we had like brian's answer was weirdly edited out so i'm unsure what occurred but the men are playing so i'm assuming he got something on the board Brad Armstrong to answer he says a dragon and gets a strike and in doing so we see that Pullman answered mum
1: yes that's it yeah and then doesn't Jim Ross say dad and
0: that's yes. not
1: and then that's not there
0: yeah shock um, <laughs> so round round Sting who's not had a good luck with his answers so they're riding the line but Sting says a curvaceous woman dancing on the bicep how oddly yeah. specific
1: yeah that he can make dance with your but you know that's it <laughs> that's either something he really wants or something he's seen <laughs> Even yeah. <thinking> about that <laughs> yeah Conver- but... curvaceous dancing lady <laughs> when you think
0: about it steve yeah but unsurprisingly he strikes the men out and over to glow for the steel going down the line jackie says a harp justice says an eagle godiva says snakes fiji says rose and all good answers i guess i'd probably go with jackie out of those if you already have the mum, the the kind of stereotype is to have with the heart with the arrow going through it and all that shit yeah uh, but hollywood goes a snake and that is on the board for the steel missing answers are heart eagle slash bird spouse's name and love uh, there's definitely yeah. an interesting array of answers there but for that time period about right
1: yeah i suppose yeah that's before it sort of kicked off with tattoos wasn't it really it was all like sailors and bikers that had yeah. tattoos <laughs> in the early 90s yeah
0: yeah definitely <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and then next round so we've got brad armstrong and justice at the podium four answers to find name a place where you've seen men flexing their muscles my immediate response is gym beach pool pick pick one you know
1: well obviously the, the men of wcw know all about flexing so they just ace that straight away flexing yeah they're, they're flexing <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's a flexing quiz. Uh, gym.
0: Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah. That's, that's all we do.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Brad's in first. He says the beach, and that's the second answer. Justice with the steel attempt. She says the mirror, and that's a good answer, but it's bottom answer. So WCW to play. JR says the gym, and that's top. The Sting is terrible at this. He says in front of their spouse for a strike, which I guess mm-hmm. it, it's semi logical.
1: Kind of. I mean, you get a little bit of a... Um, the fact that he's thinking of this off the cup, it's a little bit of a window into Sting's life, really, isn't it? It,
0: it has been. It, this <laughs> really has been,
1: yeah. He goes surfing, but he's scared. He respects the sea. He's scared. <laughs> but then when he comes out, he just flexes. He buffs off in front of his wife. And she's like, that's really good,
0: Steve. Nice one. <laughs> Z-Man says, bodybuilding contest and they clear the board and win the game. They know flexing, mate. Yeah, they know flexing. And then, so, so they've gone through to the final round, and Z-Man is playing, and quite right, because he's probably been one of the most logical fuckers there.
1: Yeah, oh, he's good with a quick flow around Z-Man. He's good.
0: Yeah, uh, so 15 seconds to answer, and it's probably easier if I just put in the soundbite of his attempts. I'll do that here. When you're depressed, name a food that you gorge yourself on. Chocolate, an occupation that keeps people on their feet. Mailman. Something kids swap
2: with other kids. Lunches. A slang word for money. Um, cash. Something that people like to replace when it gets old. Shoes.
0: Yeah. And man did good, I'd say, but let's see how it translates. So chocolate gets him 35, so that's a good start. Ma- yes. Mailman only gets nine, which I'd say is low for that. Mm. Yeah. For, for a job that keeps you on your feet all day. And, and, and all I could think of was like a cop or a nurse or something maybe.
1: Yeah yeah but man I thought it was I, I thought he'd get a few more for that to be honest but, uh, but it's it's it, the it's on the board it's the
0: right answer steve that's the main thing exactly exactly uh, lunches I've got to be honest when he was giving his answer I thought he said watches and I have no idea why uh, yeah. <laughs> but that scores him 17 uh, and slang word for money he says cash and that only gets him 11 which is really surprising
1: yeah that is crazy
0: yeah, oh. and shoes also surprising, only gets five, and then Pillman's in to for, to do the second second quite, leg of the work I, again. I'd probably say that's the right decision.
1: It was quite lively when he comes back, innit? What's he been doing? Jesus, where's he been? What's he <laughs> What's he been doing, Brian Pillman? He likes a little bit of a bump. <laughs> <isn't he>? <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: But, um, I'll, I'll, again, I'll put in the soundbite here of uh, Pillman's Round. When you're depressed, name a food that you gorge yourself on. Pizza. A food that keeps people
2: on their f- An occupation that keeps people on their feet. Secretary. Something kids swap with other kids. Toys. A slang word for money. Dough.
0: Something people like to replace when it gets old. Car. And, yeah, pizza, only two. And I've yeah, just...
1: Who's... Then what's wrong with 1990. Why don't they know what tattoos are? And who's not eating pizza when they did... Do you know what I fancy? No, I don't. <laughs> that's, <Yeah. laughs> that's your pizza. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: but chocolate was the top answer. At least they got that. Unsurprisingly, Secretary got, gets him a zero for a job that keeps you on your feet all day. The top answer was a waiter or waitress. That makes perfect sense, actually. Totally. And then toys, he says, only gets him 11. Maybe trading cards, and yep, that... Baseball cards was the top answer. Yeah, uh, and then Ray gives us a hint that the next two answers that Brian gives are top answers, but he needs to get 110 or more for the for the ten thousand dollars. Doe nets in 47 for the slang word for money. Yep. Uh, so he needs 63 from the last answer. So something you replace when it gets old. He said car uh, gets 57. So there were oh. six short of the top prize. And that is harsh.
1: So close
0: so, some, close. Some, yeah, so somebody's far. Not a wish. somebody's not getting a wish now, Steve. Yeah, yeah, but they've <laughs> still got nine hundred seventy dollars. You'd think they'd like double it at least because it's for charity.
1: Yeah. Well, do they? Do they do that on this? Because they used to. No. Do the... Who do you used to? Brucey, yeah, did that. Brucey did that.
0: Yeah, of course he did. Bru- Brucey was was generous. <laughs> he was he would give away every fucker's money. <laughs> 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 but but yeah, that's that. Because I think they said it was $5 points, five per point or something like that that they got, which got them $970 for the charity. And yeah, this was a lot of fun. Like, in spite of some stupidity going around from some contestants, <coughs> sting. Um But I do expect that from Family Feud sometimes. And I think most of the time they were just there for the laugh rather than to take it overly seriously. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what it's all about. Especially with these celebrity specials
0: yeah, definitely. And, and as I say, like I do heartily recommend people go out and check this one out if they've got any kind of passing interest in WCW or Glow. Like, this was a really good, fun watch.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It did take you back to Saturday afternoons as a kid. Definitely.
2: Do you like music? do you like podcasts? Do you like your hosts that are slightly eloquent with their words and well-spoken and articulate them in a perfect way? Then you can find two out of those three things on Bigger Disc. I'm your host Matt Latham and each fortnight a guest comes onto the podcast to talk about an album that they want to talk about for whatever reason they want to. We talk about the artists, we talk about the songs and we also talk about the album and we never talk about the artwork because I always forget. Other than that, we always talk about the good things and why people like what they like and you'll find that a lot in Bigger Disc. So find us on all your favourite podcasters of choice and I look forward to finding out the discs that you're picking
0: I mean as far as revivals like Family Feud and, Fa- and Family Fortunes are both, both still on the air in the UK and the US respectively and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon so that brings to a close and hopefully the last time we'll cover Family Feud on this show like 3 might be not be enough for Big E but it certainly is for me uh, next next week will be the episode that should have gone out last week and that is Chris Jericho's Downfall and I'll have another special guest host for that one um, that's, that's
1: and, Downfall? What's happened to him?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the name of the show is Downfall It's a okay. uh, <laughs> very interesting show I'll send you the link I think you'll get a kick out of it but I really want to thank Matt for popping along to gush about his love for the old school WCW Graps and please take this time Matt to plug anything and everything you want to mate uh
1: thank you for having me on steve as i say i I always love talking about wcw i do it anyway so might as well do it for somebody else to listen to if you want to listen to me talk about films with uh, my friend magic mark and um hollywood fletch you can hear us do that on super tap film club you can find us on instagram and anywhere you get podcasts from just just search super tap film club uh we talk about movies bad movies, good movies, you'll enjoy it. If you like, if you're listening to a show about WCW playing Family Feud, you're probably going to enjoy it, to be honest. So <laughs> um, yes. um, that's, that's about all I'm doing at the moment. I'm at Real Malachi on Instagram and you can see what I'm up to, but that's basically me in the garden, the films I watch, pictures of my cats, and that's all that's on there at the minute because there is no wrestling shows until August when you can go and see Kumite Combat Wrestling at Dubret Studios in Derby at the end of August. And if you're interested in that type of thing, that involves a three-way, no-ring death match, which is people setting each other on fire and stuff like that, Steve, throwing each other through windows.
0: Oh, shit, son.
1: Yeah, so if you fancy a bit of that, you've got Big fucking Joe fighting Alton Thorne, fighting Danny Darko, because it's a three-way, and we're going to be crowning the first ever kcw death wolf champion that night and uh so if you're interested in that have a look on instagram official kumite
0: i'm definitely looking forward to that one mate and in the meantime, to all you wonderful people listening, please check out our Linktree for all the links to our social medias, all the podcast players you can find us on, my guest appearances, and even our YouTube playlist, where we've put up all the shows we've covered so far, bar the odd few that we've had to get from other places, at linktr.ee forward slash And if podcast player allows, why not leave us a little rating and review. And if you like what we're doing, tell a friend. As word of mouth, it's still the best marketing tool going. And until next week, it's a goodbye from me, Steve. It's a goodbye from Matt. Didn't he do well? Thank you, everyone. Oh. Peace and good cheer.
1: Thanks, thanks, Steve. Thank you. Pod, play your pods right. Bye.
0: This has been Play Your Pods Right, hosted by Stephen Cummins and Simon Gilroy, produced and edited by Stephen Cummins. Our logo was designed by Luke Burton of Jailhouse Designs. Find him on Instagram at Jailhouse Designs X. All copyright material used in this episode has been for review and parody reasons. Please support any artists featured by buying and streaming their music. Intro and outro music is "The Winner" by Colin Thompson. I stop this crazy thing. i'll Stop it recording. Oh, stop recording! That big button at the top there. So stop yeah. recording. It's not stopping. Is it stopping? I don't know.
1: Uh, no, no, it's still recording. It doesn't matter. It'll, it'll stop when we stop the call. So
0: I'll keep. I'll keep all this in, mate. It's great. It's gold.
1: Brilliant. <laughs>